Good afternoon, my fellow cosmic beings. Welcome back to Cosmic Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, and today we are starting season four, episode one. So, thank you to those of you who have been sticking with me on this journey. It feels like it has been very quick, but I have really enjoyed. Um, getting through these seasons and putting out some valuable content for those of you who have been tuning in on a regular basis. Um, I would say anyone who is tuning in for the first time, please do go back through some of the previous episodes so you can become familiar with the kind of conversations that are had here and also um, to decide whether this is a podcast for you. Alrighty, so today I want to speak specifically about something different in terms of what I have been speaking about recently. Those of you who have been listening to recent podcast episodes would have heard me speak a lot about astrology, a lot about tarot and a lot about prophetic messages that I have been receiving and downloading from above, right? But um, although this message comes from above, it is more to do with um, some understanding of how we can come to nurture our mind, body and spirit, okay? And you don't have to be into astrology, you don't have to be into tarot, you don't have to be highly engrossed in spirituality to be able to do some of the things or understand some of the things that I'm going to discuss in this episode. But I thought it was very important to start um, season four with this um introduction to nurturing mind body and spirit because it's going to set the tone for the other episodes that I'm going to be exploring over the next couple weeks. Um, One of the things that I have come to understand about life itself is that we are here to experience and to explore and not necessarily to always understand things that our logical mind wants to understand and what I mean by that is we often pose the question you know how did we get here um what is it that we're supposed to do when we're here um how do we do these things that we're supposed to do how do I know I'm on the right path um what does success look like in regards to doing the right thing or being on the right path and I feel like a lot of these questions are the reasons why um, humanity is suffering by the hand of itself. Um, we're here asking questions that we don't necessarily um, turn inwards to find the answers to. And that's why um, a lot of yogis, a lot of gurus, a lot of um, spiritual people who have dedicated their life to understanding the self find so much bliss and try to communicate that in which they found to the wider group, just like what I'm doing. Um, We try to communicate that to the wider group, but then we're always posed with further questions. And that just further proves that humanity is only going to get to a certain point when it comes to understanding things by logic. Um, Logic doesn't always give you the answer. And when logic doesn't always give you the answer, then humanity has a tendency to Um, disregard that thing and most of the time what we need is experience and you know some people say oh meditation doesn't work for me or journaling doesn't work for me or you know they will say something that doesn't work for them but they might have tried it once or in some cases they haven't tried it at all they've just heard 
about it or the thought of it just feels like um, actually this is not something that I can benefit from and that is the problem with um, society when it comes to nurturing the mind body and spirit it's always a case of trying to succeed at something or to get something at the end of doing something instead of actually experiencing it in its entirety and that's why like books that are focusing on the present and the power of now and you know disregarding time and you know really living life to its fullest experience are being published so often because even though many people sit in front of you even though many people lead by example humanity still doesn't want to experience and also believe or come to understand life in a way that is far removed from the logical way of understanding it it's always trying to know something so it can gain something off the back of that knowing whereas life at its core is kind of teaching you that not everything that you experience has to be um, some magical experience or has to be some some significant experience or has to be something that you can now use to gain something else sometimes things are just things and it's okay to just be whatever it is in that moment and experience whatever it is in that moment instead of bombarding yourself with the past or bombarding yourself with the future or concerning yourself with things that you can't control. That's another thing that humanity really struggles with is understanding that you are only in control of what you perceive. You are only in control of your reality. You are only in control of you. So whatever you choose to do is going to set the tone for how you interact with others and how you experience life for however long you are here for um, and it, it becomes a difficult thing or concept to um, grasp because people want to believe or rather we have been conditioned especially because of the amount of control that is present in our society that everything outside of us is um, everything outside of us has control rather than we have the control around everything outside of us and that is a, a, a bit of a mind fuck I will say because I'm not saying that you control everything outside of you because you are existing in a world where there are millions and trillions and billions of vibrations that have been manifested as a result of someone else's perception so you are playing into other people's manifestations and vice versa what i'm saying is is that the way you perceive those manifestations the way you perceive those stimulants the way you perceive those vibrations are what's going to shape the way you interact with the world and also the way you see yourself now one of the questions that has been really um cropping up for me in the last um, seven months, eight months is about what matters, okay? Now, if you would have spoken to me or gotten to know me a couple years ago, who I was a couple years ago is completely different to who I am today. And I am 100% sure that who I will be in the next two or three years is going to be completely different to who I am right now speaking to you guys. 
But one thing I'm certain of is that once you stay, once you start the journey to um, enlightenment, things become more unknown than they do um, than they they would have ever been. Okay, what you thought you knew, what you thought you understood, what you um, identified yourself with, all becomes less logical. You become more inclined to experience rather than to put everything in a box. Like, I am a Christian or I am a... Whatever you used to identify yourself as, you you start moving away from that. And the reason why you start moving away from that is because in a state of enlightenment, you understand that every single thing around you doesn't matter. I remember saying this to um, someone I was having a conversation with the other day that I came to the realisation that nothing matters and they laughed and I was like, yeah, it is funny because that is the, the hilarious thing about life. We are conditioned to believe that every single thing matters. Everything outside of ourselves matters. Everything you see, taste, touch, hear, do think matters but in reality the only thing that matters is you in relationship to everything outside of yourself and you have to reach a certain level of enlightenment and i'm not saying this is a privilege this is like a privilege that only certain people have access to everybody has access to it but it's it's a it's dependent on whether you want to go down that path of life like it depends on like i said what matters to you if you're looking for happiness, if you're looking for enlightenment, if you're looking for joy, bliss, love, then there's this promise in enlightenment that you will receive all those things and some, okay? And that is what keeps you pushing on this journey to enlightenment because the more you, it's like, finding the tree of life and being able to consume the sweetest fruits that come from it. And once you're under that tree and once you're in, you know, once you've discovered that tree, you don't want to go anywhere away from it because you now come to understand, actually, this is all I need right here. This is all I need. I don't need anything else. So when we look at how society and the the human race has transformed to um, a higher state of um, consciousness is is quite um, limited in the sense that if you operate from a logical standpoint 24-7, you will just never get it. And when you don't get it, you become depressed, you become insecure you become um someone who operates operates from fear-based rather than from um confidence because you are attaching yourself to all the things outside of yourself that can easily easily be taken away from you um and destroyed okay so once you attach your identity to all these things that you can say are yours, but are they really yours? That's the question you've got to answer yourself. Everything that you have is so fragile that it could be taken away in a blink of an eye. So if, hypothetically, everything 
that you identify with, everything that you think you are right now was taken away, who would you be and what would you have? And that's one of the questions that I had to start asking myself when I was um, ascending on my journey. You know, there was this barrier because there was a part of me logically that could only get so far when it came to understanding who I am as a human being and what I'm here to do. It's as if, um, and even like as going far as believing in religion and stuff, like religion has been changed so much over centuries, decades, over the last 200 years, like since the beginning of time that in order for you to arrive at a conclusion of what is real when it comes to religion or what is real when it comes to life, you have to experience it to a certain degree. Like it's almost, you know, when um, there's relationship gurus, advisors, coaches, whatever, and they put out content and they say, you know, if this person is showing X, Y, and Z signs, then maybe this reads, this means X, Y, and Z. And perhaps you're a single person. And even as going as far to saying, you know, you you um, know someone who's been with someone who exhibits these signs and you sit and you say, I would never put up with that. Or if I was ever in that situation, then I would do X, Y, and Z. And it's not until you get to experience that situation that actually your life and understanding of what exactly you are going through that many people have gone through changes your perception changes i remember saying you know if someone cheated on me i would leave and i would do this and i would make sure and then when you actually are faced with that problem all those things that you had told yourself and i mean there are some people out there who are very strong-willed and the moment they're faced with those kind of scenarios they are able to just pick themselves up and leave and i congratulate those people because i wish many more of us were able to do that but some of us aren't okay and until we experience something it is then that we're able to really comprehend what that experience is like and how it shapes you into a completely different person to the one that you knew before and that's the same thing with like meditating and journaling and um, yoga and um, reiki and all the spiritual well-being tools that are out there you know we can get on the internet we can go out there in the street we can put up signs and posters and we can bang on about how important it is for one person to nurture their mind body and spirit but until someone experiences the benefits of doing that it's pointless it's pointless and that's why when people read about the law of attraction and people read about you know self-help books that talk about how to shift your mindset and to um, do certain things that help you elevate your consciousness that's why at some point they reach a block in the road they reach a ceiling because they're reading all this information their mind is taking all this good content in but they cannot experience it and without experiencing it immediately some people give up at the first hurdle now what make someone different um 
from just reading something and applying something is the determination, the motivation behind um, using what you have just read or heard to change your reality. How bad do you want to be different to the person that you see sitting in front of you today? How bad do you want to be better than the person that you see staring back at you in the mirror? And that's where you have to ask yourself, what matters to me? Okay, do I care more about other people's opinions? Do I care more about the clothes that I wear? Do I care more about all this money that I have in the bank or money that I don't have in the bank? What do I care about? What matters to me? And sometimes when people are faced with that question, they can't even answer because everything that matters to them is outside of them. If you asked me a couple years ago what matters to me, I would have said keeping my job, keeping my house, having a good relationship. And all those things are great things to care about, don't get me wrong, but they're all things outside of me that I cannot control that can be taken away from me in the blink of an eye. So when you're posed with the question, what matters to you, what matters to you aside from those things? And I know if someone asks me that question now, I'm going to tell you straight my mind, my body and my spirit. And those are three simple things that matter to me, but they are they branch, they branch out into a multitude of things. My mind branches out into a multitude of things. My body branches out into a multitude of things. My spirit branches out into a multitude of things. And when you come to understand that everything that you should value, everything that should matter to you starts with yourself, then you come to understand life in a different um, um, perspective. Okay, I used to be one of the angriest people I know um, and people might disagree because I never used to show my anger like outwardly, it would be mostly internal, I have Mars retrograde so yeah a lot of my anger is internal <laughs> um, but then I would have little episodes when I would blow up on people and unfortunately they would get the, the full raft of everything that I've been containing about myself. And I always say to people, I don't get angry often, but it's like I build up the anger until I have to explode. And that's exactly how I used to operate. Things would just be happening and happening and happening and on top and on top and on top until eventually the bottle was full and I would just find myself exploding and then after I've exploded and I've released all that anger that I was containing for, you know, six months, a year, I would feel bad because whoever got that bollocking, whoever got to experience that raft was someone that didn't deserve it. And it wasn't until I started really going inwards and understanding myself that I came to arrive at this understanding that everything that I thought mattered to me and it's a it's a journey it doesn't happen overnight you know it takes years and years um to get here um but everything that I thought mattered to me actually was causing me more stress than I, I needed and that I wanted in my life so in this year 
in the beginning of this year, I remember feeling like this is going to be a very difficult year considering the pandemic that we had and how much um, emotional and mental turmoil that created not just for me, but for all the people around me. Um, I was really um, finding it hard living between two worlds. And when I say living between two worlds, there was a part of me that was highly spiritual that was connecting to a divine source that made me feel the optimism and joy of life. And then there was a part of me that behind closed doors would suffer um, having to clear out, um, you know, these issues that I was facing head on because I couldn't run from them anymore. And um, eventually um, I arrived at a point where I had to, like I said, start asking myself what actually matters. Um, and I got rid of social media because I realized that doesn't, ma I don't, that doesn't matter to me. I don't want to be a part of crazy. I don't want to be a part of the society that pretends. I don't want to be a part of um, this facade that is um, creating a life on the internet that makes you feel like everything is is great when actually people are suffering behind closed doors i don't want to be a part of that life that doesn't um get to experience life in its fullest but rather wants to just post millions of pictures of things that we were doing it's great to have memories of the things that you do but it became obsessive um it's something that you are seeing every single day people posting just the simplest of things not living in the moment and it became crippling for me to the point where I was like I wanted to fit in with this I wanted to this to be part of my identity I wanted to um you know use this to 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 gain something and then I realized actually there is no gain here apart from insanity apart from fear apart from low self-esteem apart from lack of confidence in myself apart from confusion because that's what social media was um showing me it was showing it was reflecting back to me all the things that i thought i wasn't and that was causing some identity crisis it was causing confusion for me and i decided this doesn't matter to me anymore and when I decided that this doesn't matter to me anymore and I started weaning myself off social media and then I realized, actually, I don't ever want to come back here. There is no, like, don't get me wrong, social media is a very good platform for certain people to push their agendas, to bring about social change, to um, pursue business endeavors. But for me personally, I didn't want to limit myself to social media being the only way that I can do what I needed to do um, and fulfill my purpose. And the moment I agreed with myself, and I always say that um, my higher self um, started being more present in my life, the moment I agreed that I was going to give up that thing, the amount of peace that came from just letting that small part of my life goal was invaluable, is invaluable. I don't yearn for Instagram, I don't yearn for Twitter, I don't yearn for Snapchat, I don't even yearn for bloody WhatsApp. I ended up just like, all of it's gotta go. <laughs> all of it has got to go. And it wasn't because all of it was bad, it was just, I don't care about this. This doesn't matter to me. My mind, my body and my spirit are the three main priorities in my life 
and I'm going to do everything possible to protect those things in my life as well as nurture and feed and care and um, alleviate those things in my life. I didn't want to, not alleviate, elevate, sorry, but I didn't want to conti continue feeding into this negative energy that social media ultimately still brings even if it does amazing things for people okay um and i'm not saying everyone should follow me and give up on social media um because because some people are doing some great things on social media and i appreciate them for using their platform to do great things but on social media i saw more bad than good. I saw people judging each other constantly. I saw people um, feeding their voids. I saw people damaging their reputation, damaging their identity, damaging their beliefs, damaging nearly every single part of them possible for the sake of a place to be glorified by people who they didn't even know. And I started to see toxic, um, <laughs> before the, before I could even get the word out, okay? Before I could even get the sentence out, I started to see um, social media as a toxic place for me to be um, existing in. And so, like I was saying before, I'm not asking anyone to follow me or to do what I do or live my life the way I'm now choosing to do my life. But one thing I am asking every single person to do is to ask themselves, what really matters okay what matters to you and that's how you start the process of nurturing your mind body and spirit the mind the body and the spirit have been gifted to us and the entire human race for you to find happiness and contentment within um and that is a massive pill to swallow because a lot of people like i said believe and have been conditioned to, put, to believe that everything they are and everything they experience happens to them rather than it being a result of your the reality that you're living now. Um, I'm not referring to things that happened beyond your control when you were a child. That was a manifestation of somebody else's inability to um, be a better person or to nurture the the child that you were or to look after you the way they were supposed to or to protect you the way they were supposed to but as you get older um like myself and a million people trillion billion people around the world we all have things that we need to work on we all have things about ourselves that we need to develop we all have things about our um, self that we need to heal and once you become an adult it becomes your responsibility no one else is there's going to be nobody and i'm going to tell you now there's going to be nobody that is going to take responsibility for you you have to do that there's going to be people who are going to want to support you along the way there's going to be people who are resourceful and are able to give you the wisdom and the tools that you um, will need to go a certain way on your journey to get to a certain point but ultimately the biggest change comes from how you incorporate 
what you know and what you've experienced in your life into your current reality to change who you are in the future. And I wanted to um, discuss how privileged we are in being able to do that, okay? Um, this morning I was, um, well yesterday I had said to my partner that I wanted to go to church and um, I, I had my, I didn't, I wouldn't say that I had my mindset on going but it was definitely a, a idea that I had um, that I wanted to follow up with in the morning. So I went to sleep and I set my alarm and I was going to, I had set my day, I was going to go to the gym and, and then I was going to come home and I was going to get ready and I was going to eat and then I was going to go to church. And then um, I got sidetracked, you know, as you always can end up doing. I ended up staying in bed later than usual and I ended up watching a documentary that I was intrigued by and before you know it time had passed and I didn't have enough well I convinced myself that I didn't have enough time to go to church because I could have gone to church and then gone to the gym but I was you know set on doing gym before church anyway that's you know that's just my routine um and then I decided I was going to turn off the TV because I was like this is how you get sucked in I've watched three episodes already I don't need to binge this documentary is still going to be here when I come back and then I was walking on the way to the gym and I was like okay time to pull up a sermon on your phone from one of your favorite pastors let's do this and whilst I was walking I was just thinking about how much privilege I have to take church with me to the gym and do two things at once and still you, do you know what I mean like still have the the benefit of of the power of doing those two things separately but together because separately I'm taking in the word of the Lord, I'm listening to my headphones and I'm I'm paying attention to everything the pastor is saying in this sermon but in the same, at simul simultaneously I'm also working out and I'm enjoying the benefits of working out and I'm, I'm really um, feeling good about, you know, combining the two together and that has been the theme the last couple of weeks for me um, and I was even going to do a blog post about it recently the other day, but um, I got sidetracked, you know, as you as you do. And I feel like that is because I needed to wait a little bit. I needed to experience a little bit, uh, things a little bit more so I could add more um, fruitfulness to this blog that I'm going to do about privilege, which is definitely on the cards for me to do. But it had me thinking about the privilege that we have as human beings to not one just be who we are but two to decide to be who we are and three to use the resources around us to do good for our mind body and spirit because being able to go to the gym is a body and spirit and mind thing that is beneficial to me and then being able to listen to um, sermons and bring church to me church with me to the gym is also feeling my mind, body and spirit. And I thought, what a privilege to be able to say, oh, I didn't make it to the actual house of the Lord today, but instead I'm going to listen to a sermon whilst I work out. And I just couldn't be more grateful for the ability to do that, to know that technology has advanced so much that I can literally just take church with me wherever I go, I can just take wisdom with me wherever I go, 
you can just take things that are good for you anywhere you go. Whereas before, we never used to be able to do that, okay? And that's, that's like become the foundation of my experience now in life. The privilege that I have to do certain things. It's no longer a case of thinking about all the things that I cannot do, all the things that I thought I could not do, or all the things that I, have, I was fearful of doing. It's all for me changed to the privilege I have to do these things, the privilege I have to wake up every morning, the privilege I have to experience this life to the fullest. If you'd asked me a couple years ago, a decade ago, if I would be this person today, there was no absolute way, considering the stuff that I had experienced in my childhood, considering the life that I had lived, considering the the way I felt about living, there was no possible way that I would have imagined that I would be this woman that I am today. And there was no possible way that I could be so excited about the woman I'm gonna become in the near future and so on. And that is why it is important to nurture your mind, body and spirit and really consider what matters to you. Are you your clothes? Are you people's opinions of you? Are you people's expectations of you? Are you the house that you live in? Are you the car that you drive? Are you all these things or are you none of these things? This is where you have to decide. I was getting ready to go um, <laughs> to the shop yesterday and I literally threw on some jeans, some slippers and a really oversized shirt and my partner literally died at me he's like what is that that you're wearing and the old me would have been offended and i kept thinking about this i kept thinking oh my god you've grown so much that you just don't care you really just don't care ash how did you even like the old me would have never imagined getting to a point where someone made a comment about how i looked or what i was wearing and i literally laughed back and said what is wrong with what I'm wearing? But it wasn't even a way that I was looking for a validation or I was looking for some sort of confirmation that what I was wearing was okay. I did not care whether he liked what I was wearing or not. I was just set on the fact that I was going to the shop, I was going to take a short walk and I was going to get what I needed and I was coming right back and I did not care who saw me like this. And um, even if someone saw me like this, I couldn't give two tosses what they would have thought about what I was wearing. And this year has really been um, a phenomenal year for me um, in terms of understanding myself and also appreciating um, being a human being, appreciating being able to have these privileges in life, to just do things that you want to do, to go where you want to go, to explore, to expand your consciousness, to be intentional about living to be conscious um in everything that you do to enjoy every moment to the point that now even time doesn't bother me time is like i used to feel like i need to cram every single thing into a period of time i need to do this i need to and it it, it became something that made me extremely miserable because it was always like I was waiting for the next thing, I was waiting for the next thing, I was waiting for the next thing. 
I'm waking up and I'm planning all this and you get to the point where it's like you're drained because you're trying to cram so much in 24 hours and then when I started nurturing my mind body and spirit it became very apparent to me that if you distance yourself from this physical body that you so much identify with one you lose the identity and two the thought of time and space becomes irrelevant. Time does not bother me as much as it used to. I no longer think that I only have 24 hours. What, what, 24 hours is a lot of hours to have, okay? And I feel like the pandemic helped, I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but for me, the pandemic helped me realize how much Time is a man-made concept, a restraint, a control mechanism that has been used to keep us in um, aligned, an aligned mentality, to keep us in a controlled state, to keep us constantly rushing and aware of how much time we have and how much time we don't have. And that robs you of the experience of life. And why would you want to rob yourself of the experience of life if that's what you believe you are here to do, to experience it in all its entirety, to enjoy it in all its entirety? Why would you want to rob yourself of that? What does time mean? Sometimes when you ask me the day of the week or the day, sometimes I don't even know what, um, what day it is because it's irrelevant. What's the relevancy? Unless I'm doing something specific on a certain day, what is the what relevance does it have? Does it change what I do today, what I do tomorrow? Does it change anything? Does it change anything inside of me? No. And that's the problem with human um, experience, just wanting to know everything. If you want to know the time, why do you want to know the time? What does knowing the time do for you? Does it not cause more anxiety? And that's why clock watching at work is such a forbidden thing because wanting to know and then you find out and you're disappointed. So suppose we all find out how we actually came here. There's so many theories, but suppose we actually was, and God knows if it will ever happen, but suppose we find out the final piece to the puzzle that is like, you came here from, I was watching a, a documentary about mushrooms and it was so fascinating, although I don't really enjoy mushrooms, which I'm trying to change my mind about. Um, it was basically insinuating um, that our foundation, our DNA, um, the way life itself um, is formed and functions could indicate that we came into formation by, um, some sort of fungi that's the way i interpreted it anyway i could be wrong but the the explanation behind how fungi um decomposes stuff and then returns it to the earth and then grows stuff from it and the um i can't remember the word they use but it begins with an m and how that communicates underground with all the other things um like vessels and roots that are connected to one it basically described it in a way that tied it into the human race which i found really fascinating but if we came to understand for example that we all came from a, a mushroom 
would we be happy with that or would we be disappointed there's always this next big thing this next big thing we're always searching for this knowing when in actual fact the knowing or the knowledge that you seek is within you you are a piece of life if you want to understand life it's in in its entirety start with understanding yourself start understanding you at the core start understanding how everything about you is in relation to everything that isn't about you start understanding that first if we spend as much time looking inwards then that we did looking outwards we would arrive at a lot of conclusions and there will be peace there will be love and there will be harmony on this planet but unfortunately we're looking outside of ourselves and always looking at ways in which we can use things use people use time use resources and sometimes not even use them for the greater good but to exploit them how can we make money from this that's all humanity wants to know they discover one great thing it's like how can we make money from it from this and that's because a lot of people haven't spent the time nurturing mind body and spirit okay i don't sit here and make these podcast episodes because i'm worried about how much money i'm going to make from this sometimes i don't even look at the the statistics every now and again i'm like wow there's someone in the usa or there's someone in south africa listening to my podcast that is amazing and i hope they take a lot of information from whatever it is that i'm saying but there is no way for me to view any comments there is no ways for me to view any likes and i like it that way social media was a negative way of me being able to put all the wisdom that i feel like i have biologically in me out into the universe and it's wisdom that we all have access to we just have to create a consciousness that allows us to um, be more intentional with who we are so what matters to you is what i'm going to leave you guys with on the um on this episode what matters to you who do you believe you are at the core and if you haven't go and check out the full moon in aquarius episode as well because that's the um the theme for the ending period of august the last week of august where the full moon is in the sign of aquarius and that we're asking ourselves questions about who we are at the core and who we are in the public eye okay thank you so much to those of you who have tuned in today and a special thank you to those of you who will share this episode or any episodes with people who might benefit from the messages that are discussed. Please do not forget to check out my website at spiritualafx.com where you can find information about who I am, what I do. Um, you can find horoscopes, you can find full moon and new moon posts and you can also um, find um some visuals to my youtube channel i hope to connect with you guys very soon and i wish you all the best and i hope you have a wonderful sunday